this is Karina, and you're listening to Bold, Brown and British, a weekly podcast where we discuss what it means to be a brown person in a Western world. We've spoken about colorism, third culture identity, and dating amongst many others in this podcast. So if this sounds like the type of content that you want to hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also message us on Instagram. The handle is at Bowl, Brown, and British, or drop us an email via our website at www.bowlbrownbritish.com. So without further ado, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bold Brown British podcast. I'm your host, Karina, and today we're going to dive into the intriguing topic of, well, whether you can chinks your own happiness. Now, before we get into it, let me just say, if you spill your tea during this episode, it's totally not my fault if you think it's a jinx. All right, let's dive in. Picture this, folks. You're feeling on top of the world. Life is going swimmingly well and suddenly a little voice creeps up in your mind whispering, don't get too comfortable mate, you're gonna jinx it. Ah, the evil eye, the dreaded jinxing of happiness, we've all heard of it haven't we? You know that lingering fear that if things are going too well something bad is just waiting around the corner to rain on our parade? It's like that auntie at a desi wedding who always has their eye on you, silently cursing your joy if you dare to look too happy. Let's dig deeper into this psychology behind this whole jinxing business. Our brains, bless them, have a funny way of seeking out patterns, especially those that confirm our existing beliefs. So when we start to believe that happiness can be jinxed, our minds go on high alert, actively seeking any signs of trouble. It's like we become detectives in our own lives, constantly looking for evidence that support our fears. I mean, it's no wonder we get suspicious when everything is going well. It's almost as if we've been conditioned to accept a plot twist, like an episode of EastEnders, only Bollywood movie. The fear of attracting jealousy and negativity is deeply rooted in our psychological makeup. As social beings, we have an inherent desire to fit in and be accepted by others. However... When we experience success or happiness, we become vulnerable to the envy and criticism of those around us. It's as if a spotlight is shining on us and we worry that it will attract unwanted attention and ill-wishing. This fear stems from a mix of cognitive biases, such as negativity bias, where we paid more attention to negative experiences than positive ones, and the belief that others' negative emotions can directly impact our own well-being. Additionally, our own sin insecurities and self-doubt can amplify this fear, making us hyper-aware of potential threats of our happiness. So, exploring the psychological mechanisms behind this fear allows us to gain a better understanding of ourselves and develop strategies to overcome it, paving the way for a more fulfilling and authentic experience of joy and success. But let's not forget, my lovely listeners, that our British Asian communities are rich with cultural beliefs and superstitions. We've got a fair share of rituals to ward off the evil eye and keep our happiness intact. Whether it's wearing another Batu pendant around our necks or adorning our homes with vibrant eye talisman, we take these traditions pretty seriously. I remember my nanny telling me stories about how she would diligently place a lemon with seven green chilies near the entrance to keep away any negative vibes. 
It's like a secret weapon against the jinx, ensuring our happiness stays firmly rooted. All right, folks, let's delve into a phenomenon that's as British as queuing for a cuppa in the rain. When it comes to battling the fear of success, we can't overlook the infamous tall poppy syndrome. Now, before you start picturing literal poppies towering over Big Ben, let me break it down for you. It's like this unspoken rule in our society that if you dare to stand out and achieve great things, someone, somewhere, will try and cut you down, like a perfectly manicured lawn. It's like they've got a secret garden shears hiding up their sleeves, just waiting to trim your metaphorical property. It's as if they're secretly saying, Oi, who do you think you are? You think you're better than the rest of us? A bit like the British version of, Who does she think she is? With a bit more sassiness thrown in. You see, my friends, tall poppy syndrome is all about keeping everyone at the same level, like a field of uniform poppies, so no one's petals get too ruffled. But here's the thing, it's a bit silly, isn't it? I mean, imagine if we all apply that logic to other aspects of our life. Oh, Bob, your roses are feeling and looking a bit too rosy this year. Do you mind toning it down a bit, mate? We can't have flowers showing off. It's like we've taken the joy out of celebrating each other's successes and turned it into a game of comparison and envy. But fear not, my samosas, because we can rise above this syndrome, just like the poppy defying the odds to reach for the sun. Let's celebrate our achievements, big or small, without worrying about those who might try and bring us down. Because guess what? Our successes don't diminish anyone else's shine. We're not com- competing for a limited supply of brilliance, like the last slice of Victoria's sponge cake. In fact, the more we uplift each other, the more radiant our collective garden becomes. So if you ever find yourself pruned by the shears of tall poppy syndrome, remember this. You deserve to stand tall, broom beautifully and share your brilliance with the world. And if anybody tries to give you grief, just offer them a nice cup and tell them to mind their own poppies. You're worthy of your success and no one should ever make you feel otherwise. Remember, if someone tries to trim your metaphorical property, they're probably just jealous they can't grow one themselves. So how do we navigate this treacherous territory of jinxing our own happiness? Well, my friends, it all starts with self-worth and self-esteem and a shift in our mindset. We need to believe that we deserve happiness and success without constantly looking over our shoulder for the jinxing swat. It's like that time where I finally got to taste my mom's delicious biryani after months of craving it. I didn't let the fear of ruining the taste by talking about it jinx my enjoyment. I devoured that biryani like there was no tomorrow. And you know what? Best darn biryani I've ever had. We also need to embrace the idea that happiness and success are not finite resources. Just because someone else is doing well doesn't mean that there's less happiness to go around for the rest of us. It's not like a supply of happiness is rationed like a good old cup of chai. Instead, let's celebrate each other's accomplishments. As they say, your success is my success. We're a community and together we can shatter those jinxing fears and create a culture where happiness and success are abundant. And hey, if you're still feeling a little bit unsure about embracing happiness, remember that you're not alone. There are countless stories of individuals who have conquered their fear of the jinx and and found true fulfilment. 
It's like that time my mate Dave, who has always been worried about jinxing his dream job offer, finally mustered up the courage to celebrate when he got it. And guess what? The universe didn't come crashing down. In fact, his positive mindset and celebration attracted even more opportunities his way. Basically, let go of those jinxing fears, embrace happiness with open arms, and who knows, the world might just surprise you. So, my darlings, let's raise our cups of tea, nice batus in hand, and make a pact to embrace our happiness without fear. Break free from the chains of superstition and celebrate every success, achievement, big or small. Remember, the evil eye only has as much power as we give it. So chin up, shoulders back, and march confidently towards our dreams. I believe in each and every one of you, my bold brown British samosas, and together we can jinx the jinx and create a world where happiness reigns supreme. Oh Mikey, you made it till the end. I'm so happy. Well, listen, if you enjoyed what you heard and you want to hear more, subscribe to the podcast on, well, wherever you are listening to this. We are on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, Alexa, you name it, we're there. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode. We also are on Instagram, which houses loads of behind-the-scenes audio snippets, polls, memes, and ways for you to get involved. So go follow us on Bold, Brown and British. That's the handle. And until next time, keep safe, my wonderful samosas.